A boss babe is unapologetically ambitious and paves the way for herself and other women to rise, keep going, and fighting on. She is on a mission to be her best self in all areas. It's just believing in yourself. Confidently stepping outside her comfort zone to create her own vision of success. Shanti, welcome to the Boss Bib Podcast. You are our guest expert within the society this month. And it's just such an honor to have you here because you've built a business teaching people how to strategically move through an email cycle from joining and purchasing at the very end. And so I want to start this conversation by first of all, just talking to you about why from your perspective, is it imperative that every business has an email list? Yeah, this is such a great question. And I think in our modern times where we have so many social platforms and so many ways of communicating with our audience, email almost feels old school, redundant. Like, do people still use email? There's a lot of questions that online business owners have around, is it really worth my time? And My answer to that is, well, do you use email? Like, Danielle, do you use email? Every day. Every day. And who do you let into your inbox? Oh, my goodness. I have either my team, people I know, or some of my favorite newsletters that I open to. Or a favorite, (laughs) some home decor brands, for sure. They creep in there. Right? Yes, totally. Our favorite brands, the people we trust, there's a much higher level of intimacy in an inbox simply because of that compared to, you know, Instagram. Like, who do you follow on Instagram? There's usually a much lower barrier to entry. So think about the psychology behind that. If you can make it into someone's inbox, have a certain level of trust where they're happy to have you there in consistent communication with them. When you go to launch your offer, they're going to be way more likely to number one, see it in the first place because there's no algorithm. So if they're used to opening your emails and they dig what you're putting out there, they're going to open that email. They're going to see the offer. And then number two, they're going to be way more likely to actually buy from you because of the intimate nature of what happens in an inbox compared to what happens in uber distracting platforms where we often get into just analysis paralysis. And it's so easy to, you know, maybe see something, resonate with it, click like, but not take any action because you don't want to leave the app because it's engineered to be addicting and to hold your attention. Email, totally different vibe. Yes, completely. And I think even as people think about this, they can just reflect on how many people they actually follow versus how many people who actually have their email address. So I know I follow over a thousand people. A thousand companies don't actually have my email address. And so I think that's a really good point for, first of all, everyone to put themselves in their own shoes and think as a consumer, how you are interacting and the difference between social media and the difference between email. So let's stay on that subject a little longer because what we always talk about is 
I like to think about social media as a primary platform, but it's one that is rented. So it's one that you, most people are going to find you via. It's not like, you know, you are discoverable, there's explore pages, etc., which is not the case necessarily for email. So I think this rented primary platform being your social media is a great place, but I want to make sure everyone understands the difference between what's rented and what is owned because just like a house, you rent your social media platform and it can be taken away from you at any point. You know, we always hope, and I'm sure that won't necessarily happen, but you are a little bit at the mercy of an algorithm. Whereas email, let's talk about it being owned. The fact that you own that house, you rent your social, you own your email addresses. So let's talk about you know, why that is important to recognize and therefore also is considered a really strong asset when building a business. Yeah, that's a great point too. Like you own your email list. It doesn't matter if you change email service providers, you get to take that list of names who've given you consent to email them with you wherever you go for however long your business exists. And I love the rent versus own analogy because I also think of owning land and property in real life and owning an email list both as long-term assets that hopefully appreciate and get better with time and pay dividends over time. Like the more you consistently grow your email list, the more money you're going to make. As long as you are consistent in actually connecting with those people and emailing them. But for the most part, the trajectory when you start growing is that your revenue grows too. There is definitely a direct correlation there. So if people are starting out in their business, I always say like, first thing, get your social, get your branding, do all these pieces, know what your offer is. But once they have that getting people onto their email list is going to be a crucial point. So let's get into like the nitty gritty side of that. How do people persuade people to give them their email address? Let's discuss some of those aspects. Yeah, right. So there's challenges that come with a higher barrier to entry too, right? You have to build trust and connection and create a sense of intimacy kind of right off the bat in order for someone to say like, sure, yeah, you're welcome into my inbox. Come on over. So how you do that, I mean, there's so many different ways, but my jam is using quizzes as a tool to build trust, create connection, have conversations at scale, connect with the human on the other side of the screen. There's a lot of like, psychological magic happening with a quiz because everyone's favorite topic is themselves. So doing all of those things and then also being able to, through a quiz, through asking questions, understand who's on your email list. Like to be able to tag them with like, this person is an amateur photographer. And this person is a professional. And let's say you teach photography. You're going to talk differently to an amateur versus a professional, right? So it allows you to capture that information and then market and communicate more effectively too. And on the side of 
the quiz taker, you have talked to them like they're a real human being, given them specific insight that meets them where they're at, that doesn't feel like it's one size fits all. You know, there's just this fun aspect to. So ideally, after that experience, they'll be so happy to give you their email and to see, well, if this was my first interaction with this brand, what's next? I also think the power of quizzes and, you know, just to give everyone a little bit of context, what most people do is when they're like, okay, I need to build an email address. They're like just grabbing email addresses and really not knowing the demographics of the customer, who they are, what they like, what they do, what their problems are, what level they're at. And I think what is really important to like make sure people understand is the power of a quiz. And when you are starting this growth or you are realigning your goals and where you want to take your email, existing email list, I think it's so powerful to know the resource that creating a list actually does. Because what you're saying is, like you say, you learn so much. It's a great experience for the consumer because they're like, wait, hang on a minute. I'm actually getting something out of it. So let's give some examples to ground this of quizzes that people might take to get onto an email list because then people can understand what we're trying to say with how you're gathering information and what that looks like on the back end, but also what it looks like on the front end as a potential customer slash consumer. Yeah, for sure. So we could even continue with this photographer example. I have a client, she has a digital course teaching photographers the business side of photography. How do you actually build clientele and refine your brand and your own style and all that? So her quiz is what's your photography superpower? And then photographers take that quiz and in their results, they get some insights into where their strengths are, what their challenges might be. It's an external reflection of what they likely already know, right? But it's this external factor that has such a strong influence on their confidence in moving forward. So for Nicole, it's her name, for her to tell them you are whimsical and romantic and you love use of light and here are some other photographers who are super uber famous who have a similar style here are some visuals that you might feel drawn to here's what you need to work on if you want to build a successful photography business as this being your superpower and here's what happens next so that sort of onboards them into her universe gives them so much value. And then from there, they start getting emails that deepen that relationship. Let's take a minute to talk about one of my favorite educational platforms, Masterclass. I have been referring back to this platform for years and I love that you can simply log in and take inspirational classes from world-class coaches no matter where you are. If you haven't explored Masterclass yet, go to masterclass.com slash boss babe and scroll through some of the categories. I think you'll really love what you see. One of the latest classes I tuned into was Anna Winter's class on creativity and leadership. She takes you into her office as Vogue's editor-in-chief and it was so inspiring to learn about her leadership style, team culture, and how she encourages creativity in her team. Not only does Masterclass have tangible business development classes that you can watch, 
at your desk or listen to on the go. But it also includes classes in 10 other categories ranging from food, home and lifestyle, music, wellness, design and so much more. There are over 200 classes to choose from with new classes added every month. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners will get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash boss babe. Get 15% off right now at masterclass.com slash boss babe, masterclass.com slash boss babe. The other day, the team and I were talking about how much our audience loves biohacking. And whenever we release content based around creating better habits for our lifestyle and health, you all seem to really soak it up and request more. So I wanted to share about our podcast sponsor, Prolon, today because I've never seen a company like this. Prolon is a revolutionary plant-based nutrition program that nourishes the body while making cells believe that they're fasting. There are so many strategic benefits to fasting and Prolon helps you hit these goals without actually needing to fast. Prolon's five-day program includes snacks, soups, and beverages, all designed to keep your body in a fasted state. And you get everything pre-packaged, labeled, and ready to go, so there's no guesswork. It's super simple, and it works. Extended fasting of at least two to three days has proven to produce unique benefits like cellular rejuvenation, metabolic support, and increased cardiovascular health. So if you're ready for a fasting program that doesn't leave you hungry or exhausted and instead gives you more energy, I highly recommend giving Prolon a try. Right now, Prolon is offering Boss Babe podcast listeners 10% off their five-day nutrition program. Go to prolonlife.com slash boss babe. That's P-R-O-L-O-N life.com slash boss babe for this special offer. Prolonlife.com slash boss babe. I think that's so powerful as well because what people, human behavior loves is being, we actually really crave giving labels sometimes. I mean, I don't know, you know, if a lot of people have noticed that Natalie and I are a little bit obsessed with the zodiac sign, Virgos and Capricorns. We know our Enneagrams and there's a lot of comfort that comes when you identify as a label sometimes. And I think that's what the power of quizzes are. When people feel seen and heard and that reflected back to them, like, oh, you're this type of personality. This is what you love. This is what you get to work on. And here are some resources it actually is such a value. And I always think about email too as a currency. So just like you think sometimes, oh yeah, well, I'm not asking for money. Why is it a hard decision? But if you think and put yourself in back in your own shoes for a second, I'm super careful who I give my email to. Like I see that as like a gift to somebody. If I'm, I'm trusting them with my email address, it is a form of currency. So I think the power of a quiz is that it gives so much upfront value. There's a promise and there's a delivery at the end, which as we know for people to buy, they have to go through a no like and trust process. I think quizzes are really powerful at speeding that up, that no, they're hearing about you so they're doing the quiz. They like you as they're going through the quiz. And then because you're fulfilling what you promised and you're giving them the value, they're starting to trust you. And in my opinion, quizzes are amazing for email campaigns, and email marketing, because they do fast track that than if it was just like, oh, here's a free PDF. Because you're actually even learning more about your customer and then actually able to segment. So I don't want to get too complicated, but let's also talk a little bit about email segmentation and what that means. Maybe if we start like platforms where you host email addresses, let's kind of cover a few of those, our favorites. And then let's go into why it's really powerful to segment. Yeah. I mean, I'm curious what you use 
I'm a big fan of Active Campaign. Yes, us too. That's what I use. I use Active Campaign. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And Active Campaign has so much functionality when it comes to segmentation and tagging and things like that. But ConvertKit, I think, is pretty good too. We There's... started, I remember, on MailChimp when we like first, like I was trying to get my head around it. MailChimp was a really good like starter one. But if I, I feel like if anyone's like ambitious and they know they want to be like really growing this thing, I will always recommend like starting an active campaign because moving email addresses is never the yeah. funnest thing to do. Yeah, I recommend the same thing. Like choose the platform that you can grow into because it is such a headache to have to migrate if you get to a point where MailChimp or Flowdesk like doesn't cut it anymore. And I would say segmentation is one of the bigger features that as your business grows, as your offer suite becomes more dynamic and you serve more than one primary audience, it's so important to know okay, who's in what category? Who's a fit for what product or offer? And I don't know if anyone listening is in like, say, e-commerce where you're selling products. Again, having a segmentation available to you is so useful if you have more than one product. So, so let's talk about segmentations. Give some examples of segmentations for those listening who might not understand this just yet. Yeah, so it sounds complicated and intimidating, but really all it is, is if you were to look at sort of the big picture of your business, you know, do you only serve one type of person? Do you only have one offer? If it's a yes, you probably don't need to worry about segmentation just yet. But if, say, let's just give an easy example here. Let's say you are a business coach. And you work with total beginners and you help them to figure out how to get started. And maybe you have a really affordable course for that. And then on the other side, perhaps you work one-on-one with business owners who are a little bit more advanced. Maybe they're working toward hitting their first six figures or something. So those are super different audiences. You would have different offers for those audiences and you would market differently to them. So segmentation, if you had a question in your quiz, and you can do this without a quiz, like you can just in an email say, click this link if you're a beginner, click this link if you're working on hitting your first six figures. But if you can segment the beginners and those who are more advanced, then you can when you're doing promotion for your course, only send to the people the segment that you know it's actually going to be useful for. Because what happens when you start sending emails for total beginners to a more advanced business owner? They'll unsubscribe. They're not going to feel like they're in the right place and they will leave. So All it is, is getting just a little bit more granular and specific and understanding who's who so that you can meet them where they're at. I love that. I think that's so true. And I think that's the game of marketing always is to like meet your customers and consumers where they're at. 
Because if you're just like, sell, 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 like this is my product, buy this is my product, buy this is my product, versus, hey, do you have this problem? I have the solution for that. It happens to be one of my products. It's such a different energetic shift for so many. And I think that when you dial in email segmentation, that is one of the key things that mean, like you say, you can send stuff that's actually a value. I was, there's a saying that selling is service. And it really is if, the person has the problem and needs that problem servicing. But if it's not, it really is just selling and it's annoying and people unsubscribe. And so I think there's just like this, you know, real understanding that's like when you are actually giving something that you, something to somebody or offering something to somebody that you know their need, it's very different and they're more likely to buy than like I said, if you're just like, oh, I'm going to throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. And whilst I think when you're a first entrepreneur, like you have to be scrappy and you have to throw spaghetti at the wall, like I never want anyone to feel super, super polished. I do think as you're starting to understand your offer and your audience, dialing in quizzes and segmentation within email is such, such a game changer. So Shanti, We have known about you in our space for so long. You have the most incredible reputation. You've worked with people like Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield, help them grow their businesses by like 100,000 on their email list, et cetera. And I really want you to share a little bit about what you've been teaching this month inside the society as our guest expert and why you feel those things are really important for new business owners to understand. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was so much fun to create these lessons just keeping in mind who your audience is. So many online business owners haven't really gotten into this email marketing universe yet or understand you know, how to create a quiz. So I really dig into that and go through it step by step. Where do you start? How do you come up with an idea? What do you work on first? The results, the questions, How do you ask really compelling, engaging questions? And then what goes into those results? How do you create a memorable first impression? How do you create connection? How do you speak to someone's personality traits in relation to what it is you offer? Because, you know, maybe you sell like herbal teas and you're how does personality connect to that? So we talk a bit about that um, and really go into the nitty gritty of how to actually get it done without, you know, getting stuck halfway because there's a lot of moving pieces with creating a quiz, certainly more than most other types of lead magnets where like, you know, creating a free guide or checklist or even a webinar can feel a lot more straightforward. So we go through all those steps and hopefully by the end, anyone who watches will have a really clear vision of how they can implement a quiz in their own business. 100%. And I think that's what's really amazing by what you created. You're so used to working with entrepreneurs at these levels too and really really help. Like even if some of the entrepreneurs might be doing more revenue, building a quiz and segmenting their email list can actually be like, you know, something new for them too. And I think the way that you've explained it, like step by step is really powerful so that even if you're a beginner to email or if you're coming with some email knowledge, there's something to completely take away from it. 
And just like with anything, I think it's like being able to pull out of it for a second and go, what is the objective of building this email list? Because again, I always say like when you're raising in businesses, like money isn't equal. Like a dollar from one person is want that dollar, but from another person, that's like the equivalent to $3 because you know that they're going to add value and they're going to bring other things to your business. And I think the same with quizzes. Like just because you have an email list, you could have an email list. I know people have email lists of just 500,000, but they are so dialed in that they have a $40 million business because of that email. They know so much about those people on email list. It's easy for them to speak to them and to sell them. And then they know other people who have like 700,000 on their email address who just don't have businesses as big as that because again, they don't have that insight of who am I speaking to, etc. So I think the key thing is don't be intimidated by those numbers. I know those numbers I just shared are really high, but like if you can start with these good foundations, like I feel like the masterclass that you created, Shanti, it was kind of a little bit like, you know, when when you're first like starting out and you don't really have any money, but if you understand like the principles of money, you set yourself up for success as you start bringing in, you know that, okay, I'm going to save here for my tax. I'm going to save here for my savings. I'm going to invest this versus waiting till you create that and then having to backstep going, oops, what should I have actually done? And it's like the compound interest of making these decisions really early on is super, super powerful. What do you think are some of the key things that key tricks that you're like, oh, I just wish that more people knew this? Yeah, I would say the biggest one is starting with the end in mind. So a lot of business owners create a quiz because it sounds fun. They heard this works really well. So they get a fun idea and they run with it and it actually works. Like, you know, for the most part, you can put any quiz out there and it'll work. People just generally love taking quizzes. They convert like 10 times higher than lead magnets. Like we see all the time, like free guides and stuff. So you can see that it works and you build your email list and then you go to actually sell and it's like crickets. So that's really common when you don't consider what it is that you're actually selling and to who when you come up with the idea for the quiz. Ideally, you want there to be a through line and a really clear path from quiz to what you're offering. And when that's disjointed, You might be building an email list. You might add thousands of subscribers, but they're not necessarily going to be a fit for what you actually sell. So true. Just taking that step back and thinking about, I I think this is such a lesson we teach a lot in influencer school as well about the vanity metrics of followers versus are those followers dialed in to purchase. And it's the same with email. Like it doesn't matter if you have a hundred thousand people that you don't or 10,000 people or 1000 people, if they're not the right people. And so being strategic right from the get go and understanding what the end result is. So, so smart. Well, Shanti, thank you so, so much. And just like creating, first of all, the best masterclass ever, but also just coming on here and just sharing a little bit of that wisdom because I honestly feel like if I'm not a person to have regrets at all, I think things happen for you, not to you. And if I was to go back and do one thing again differently in my business, it would be 100% 
learning and emphasizing more on email than I did in those initial stages. I, I was very much in the operations and I think back and I'm like, oh, I really should have lent in and learned more here earlier on versus trying to play catch up as I got deeper into my career. So I think it's just a great starting point for any entrepreneur because there is like we started off on saying on this podcast, there's a direct correlation between email and your business's revenue. So if you're going to spend your time doing anything, need to know about email and how to get people onto your email list is just crucial. So thank you. Thank you so much, Shanti. I want to put some links of your website. I'm sure you have a quiz too. We'll put some links to our quizzes and all the things and where people can find you in the society if they want to listen to that masterclass. So do you want to share your social handles and your website? And then I'll drop those in the description notes as well. Yeah, for sure. You can find me at shantizak.com. And if you want to take my very meta quiz on what type of quiz to create for your business, you can go to shantizak forward slash quiz. And you can find me on Instagram, on most social media outlets at shantizak. Yay. I love that. Thank you so much, Shanti. And thank you so much again. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode on the Boss Babe podcast, then I'd absolutely love it if you leave us a review. As a thank you, we'll send you our side hustle success kit. Your simple no BS guide to keeping track of everything that you need to do to start and grow your business. To access this freebie, all you need to do is leave us a review, then share a screenshot of your review with contact at bossbabe.com and we'll send this must-have kit straight to your inbox.